Okay, this podcast is going to be um, very different from several other podcasts. What I'm going to be talking about here is uh, Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, or really a lot of other players in today's age. Uh, The reason I wanted to bring this up is because The Last Dance is currently playing on ESPN, which is going through um, two time periods, really, with Michael Jordan. And that being the the last championship run that he had in 1997, and while doing that, concurrently doing some flashbacks um, showing his progression through the league, and um, you know eventually meeting meeting at that last year. So so you know this has obviously brought up a lot of great discussions about whether or not LeBron James is uh, not, I'm sorry Michael Jordan. Um, is the GOAT. Obviously, Michael Jordan is probably um, the greatest of all time, um, considered by the majority of basketball fans in the world. Um, So uh, let me just give you my perspective. You know, as an engineer, the first thing I want to do is define what I think, um, you know, the, the, the GOAT status means. What is the GOAT status? Again, that means the greatest of all time. And I think there's really two um, concepts to, that you can uh, lean on as to what the GOAT really means. The first is accolades. Um, what What is your resume to be the GOAT? And that is obviously going to be a mixture of championships, scoring titles, MVPs, both in the regular season and final, um, and in the playoffs, um, and whatever other accolades you want to put on there. But essentially, there's the accolades, um, resume, um, perspective as to who is the greatest of all time. The other perspective is, you know, if I were to start a team right now, who who would be the first person that I would want to pick? The person I think is going to be the most valuable right now. And I'm going to give you my idea of why um, Jordan is or is not on some of the either of these lists. So in terms of accolades, there's really a lot of people forget, you know, Jordan has obviously the six um, NBA championships, the MVPs, both regular and finals. He's got the scoring titles. He's got the defensive player of the year. Um and then obviously his his shooting percentage throughout his career and everything is it's I mean is amazing. So in terms of accolades, um, I don't think I could argue that right now, but I'm gonna come back to that in a little bit. Now, if I was to start a, a on the other side, this is the the the, la- the latter now. If I were to start a team right now, you know who is the number one person I would pick to start that team. And this, I think, is where a lot of people would is going to disagree. You know, even in today's age, people still would say, I would pick Jordan, hands down. You know, they, they point to his ability to adapt to different type of league defenses, um, his athleticism, um, his killer instinct. And, and, you know, I, I don't really understand this other point, but the, a lot of people say that the way that defense is, 
you know, played today versus back then, you know, he would have more spacing and he would score even more points. Um, I, I'm going to flat out disagree with probably most of that. I don't understand the spacing part. When I looked at a lot of defensive back in the the um, late 80s and 90s, you know, I see that I see it as being slower, um, less able to rotate as fast as they did. I mean, Jordan made his living on the isolation. So to say that he would be somehow more isolated in today's age, I don't understand. I mean, today you see double teams come for the best players very early on in um, in a play, which typically forces the ball out of the that player's hands. I mean, you see it done all the time with Steph Curry in his prime. It was done with LeBron James. It was done with Kevin Durant. Um, it's done essentially every play um, right now for Kawhi Leonard. Um, so it forces them to become more of a passer, score less points, um, and obviously their shooting percentages drop. So again, I, I just don't see how that, and that being one of the primary arguments, which is the reason why I'm talking about it, how Jordan could survive and score even more points today. It's just impossible. So, um, you know, that being said, and I'll, let me preface this other part. I, you know, naturally, as time goes on, um, every era of basketball is going to produce better players. So I feel like um, Jordan is naturally going to be um, handicapped in this in this argument because you know the players ten years after he retired are going to be more athletic than his era of players, and ten twenty years from today the players will be more athletic and more gifted, more talented. Um, have better skill set than the players today. So naturally, um, you know, he's going to be at a deficit. So that being said, if you ask me who I would want to start my team with today, the number one person, how could I say Jordan? I mean, I could I could think of at least five players in the NBA today that are more athletic than Jordan was back then and if you put Jordan in today's league I mean how he would be able to survive at the same level it's just I don't see it happening so I mean in terms of athleticism how about Russell Westbrook I mean I I don't think there's anybody I've seen that is more athletic than Russell Westbrook and I think he would be by far more athletic than Jordan is or ever was um, what about Kevin Durant? I mean, this is a seven foot, almost seven foot, I think six eleven. This is a seven foot person who can shoot threes, you know, back you up against the block, he can drive you to the hole, he can essentially do anything. And you're telling me you would take Jordan over Durant? Like Jordan's gonna get his shot off easier than Kevin Durant is? Um and he plays great defense. Kevin Durant plays great defense. Blocks, you know, spot up, locked down LeBron in a lot of finals. Granted, you know, LeBron was a little short, short man, but still, that that's what happened. And then, of course, you get to LeBron. I mean, LeBron is arguably the best player in the league for the last um, 15 years. And and this is where. Um, 
a lot of, everyone just jumped to LeBron, but there's a lot of people, in my opinion, that, you know, before you get to LeBron, I would pick in today's age over Jordan. Now you can point to Killer Instinct. I mean, okay, Jordan has a Killer Instinct. That's great. Who doesn't have a Killer Instinct? I know people criticize LeBron for not having one. And maybe that's true, but there's a lot of players underneath LeBron that I would say has a killer instinct, and I would still pick over Jordan. Again, Westbrook, again, pointing to Durant. You could even point to Harden, which, you know, would represent a lot of what Jordan's um, performance might be in today's age. I mean, this is a person who rarely ever passes, takes a ton of shots, one-on-one, both driving and the three-point shot. Jordan didn't really have a three-point shot. People keep saying, well, Jordan would have adapted, you know, if he was in today's age, he probably would have shot even more threes and would have, you know, would have shot probably at a 45% rate. Those are all assumptions. He was a mid-range shooter, and a lot of people um, compare Jordan's game with Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is a perfect example. Great defense, um, mid-range game, likes to take people to the hole, and Kawhi Leonard is considered one of the best players of today's age, but not the best player. So again, I just don't see that. I don't see that argument. Okay, now let's get back to LeBron really quick. Um, this is gonna be a short podcast. I'm gonna talk about LeBron very quickly. Now, I mentioned in the former that I think Jordan can still be considered the goat because of his resume, his accolades. Um, if LeBron continues on his path, I think he even has the possibility of surpassing, um, Jordan in this aspect, because yes, he only has three championships and my assumptions is that he doesn't get any more. Now, most people will stop the conversation right there. Well, if you don't have at least six championships like Jordan, then you are not deserving to even be compared to him in terms of the resume. Um... I disagree with that. So, I mean, Bill Russell has 10 championships. We, we don't consider him the GOAT, okay? Um, and that's probably because people considered the age in which Jordan was playing to be more competitive, more difficult, and his ability to succeed in that to be more successful. LeBron James only has three championships, but he's on path right now by the end of his career to be the number one all-time scorer in league history. Um, and he will most likely be top 10. I think, I'm not sure he may already be top 10 in assists. So that, that is ridiculous on any level when you consider the fact that anybody in the top 10 on the scoring list isn't, I I don't think they're even on the top 20 or 30 in the assists. And that's because they're mostly ball hogs and they don't have the ability to do both at the same time. So if LeBron can do it, that would be, that would move him much further up. Um, and while I don't have a laundry list of other records that he holds, by the time he gets there, he will most likely hold every other record. You know, in just for just for example, you know, most points scored in a playoff game, most most points scored in all in all of playoffs, most playoff games ever played. Um, I mean, I don't even know how, how many other 
you know, the statisticians can probably think of a lot of different records that he holds. But my point is, by then, he'll hold most of all of them. So you, when you take that into consideration, that championships are really a team accomplishment. Um, you know, the Spurs have five championships. The Lakers have more. But in the end, you have to have a great team to win championship. And Jordan was very blessed that, um, you know, Scottie Pippen signed the seven-year deal for, I think it was like 12 or $18 million. The average over the seven years was just $2 million a year. So just to put that in perspective, at the time when Jordan was playing with, when, with Pippen, Pippen was considered possibly the second best player in the entire league. I mean, how often do we ever say that? Um, if you look back into recent history, you know, who do you have? You have Shaq and Kobe. Um, Kobe at that time, I don't think people would consider to be the second best player. Shaq may have been considered the first best player when when they were on their first three-peat together. Um, when you consider... Tim Duncan with either Manu Ginobili or Tony Parker. I mean, Parker was not considered a top five, maybe top five point guard, but not the second best player. Okay. Um, who else? When LeBron played with Dwayne Wade, okay, Dwayne Wade was not considered a top, I mean, he was a top five, but not the number two best player. So, to say that Jordan was able to play with the second best player in the league, okay, that that's that's a very strong statement. And on top of that, you don't have to worry about salary because Pippen was locked in at at two million a year each year for seven years, and they won five championships in that span. So they were blessed that. Pippen made a big mistake. So essentially, he signed a very long deal. And if you don't know about Pippen's story, he he came from a very poor background. And one of the reasons he took such a low deal for such a long period of time was that he was very scared that one day, you know, maybe he gets injured and then he isn't able to provide for his family. So he essentially takes a horrible deal. And then... um. And then at the so at, at the end of that deal, essentially Jordan's making thirty three million, Pippen's still making two million dollars a year, and then um, Kraus, which is the GM at the time, he, he nobody liked him. I guess there was a lot of fighting going on with the Bulls and him, the Bulls players and Kraus. Um, essentially, he forces Pippen into one more year at a very low rate. So, you know the the details matter. They matter. People try to ignore this fact, but championships are won by teams. And Jordan was blessed that he locked in some of the best players in the league at, you know, minimum wage, essentially. Um, Now, let's look at LeBron and who he's played with, okay? Kyrie Irving, when they won in um, Cleveland... He was not considered the second best player, although he was a surprise to see how great he really was. And the the years that he didn't win 
while on Cleveland. He essentially had nobody. I mean, the first year they lost to Golden State, um, Kyrie got injured and Kevin Love got injured. So it's just LeBron and a bunch of nobodies. Um, the second time, the second time, the f- the very first time he has a decent team, he wins the championship and beats the best team of all time, which is the um, the Golden State Warriors, the seventy three win Golden State Warriors. Okay, so um, and then the, obviously the last time he played with Cleveland, he took him to the finals, and he had nobody. Um, Kyrie had been um, gone already, already traded to Boston, which he ended up getting injured and not playing the entire year, and then Kevin Love has just continued to be a disappointment, um, put, to put it frankly. Okay, so, you know, that's the long and the short of it. I probably already went longer than I wanted to, but that's my, that's my take. To summarize, I think that if you consider the resume accolades as defining the GOAT, then I would put Jordan as number one right now, although I think that um, by the time everything is said and done, LeBron will overtake him in this aspect, and he doesn't need to win more championships to do it. Now, in terms of who I would pick right now to start my team, um, I wouldn't pick Jordan. There are several other players that I would pick in front of him. And that's not a knock on Jordan. Again, this is more about evolution. You know, as time as time goes on, I just think players are naturally going to be get more gifted and more athletic. So just to put things in perspective, I would probably start my team right now with LeBron or Kevin Durant, assuming that he's healthy. But in 10, 20 years from now, even if some of those players are not, you know, doesn't have a better resume or accolades than LeBron does right now, I may still pick a different player 10 or 20 years from now because I can just see with my eyes that they have evolved, that their athleticism has surpassed what LeBron ever was. Okay, so I'm trying to keep things objective here before, you know, people get very discouraged as to what I'm saying. It's not a knock on Jordan. It's just a knock on evolution. Um, I don't think if I had to start a team right now, I would not pick um, Michael Jordan. Okay, that's it. Thanks.